long form video content versus short form video content. Can you help us understand your perspective, right? So it's really important to understand that there is a place for both of them. Welcome to the Christian CEO podcast. I'm Katie Bother, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Hi there. Welcome to today's episode. Now, before we dive into today's awesome content, uh, I'd like to share that thank you so much for those of you who've been following us for the last seven years. And you probably figured that we took a long break. The reason why is that we felt strongly led, just pause and to listen to God that what His desire for this podcast. And we're so glad to share with you that now we are very clear about this podcast, Christian CEO podcast. Now it's over seven years old, is to continue to collaborate with industry leaders to provide that practical and insightful information so they can help our fellow Christian CEOs and or the aspiring Christian CEOs uh, to establish your expert-based business, uh, whether it's come to personal branding, uh, clarify your message, articulate your value, and so on. The goal is to serve you with the experience and expertise from different industry leaders. So hopefully you can save you a bunch of time and efforts in this journey. And today's expert is such an example of this. So Kenya Kelly. So Kenya is the CEO of If You Branded, a vertical video marketing and consulting agency in San Diego. So she helped business owners develop video and funnel marketing strategies. In just three years, through vertical video marketing, Kenya has grown an audience of over 500,000, and she has generated over $1 million in her business and has helped thousands of business owners scale and market their business online. She recently helped one of her clients reach over $1 million in her business and just 10 months on the TikTok platform. In this episode, we discuss with Kenya her personal journey. How did she achieve her success? And how you can overcome that inner critique to hit that record button. Also, we discuss about long-form video versus short-form videos. How to use them in the proper context in order to grow your business. Plus how to create a video content schedule that suits you so you don't get burned out. And that's not all. We also talk about how does social media video content can make you money exactly. We even go further to share with you the DM funnel versus email funnel and so much more. This all coming up for you in this episode. Welcome to the show, Kenya. Thank you so much. So glad to be here. I gotta say, I feel a little bit pressure to interview you because <laughs> you are such an expert in, in the video. And um, and I myself have a really uh, interesting journey in the video marketing, but that is a totally different story. Yeah. Uh, but today, 
when we see you, you shine so bright in in this field, uh, uh, video marketing. And obviously, I saw that you empower thousands of female entrepreneurs, uh, help them really align with the identity, which is what we love to talk about, and with their personal brand and launch launch them through the live videos and help them to even leave their corporate job and had the full-time income. And this all sounds good and dandy today, right? But really curious, right? In the introduction, I already told the audience how awesome you are. We love to hear from you yourself that tell us who is Kenya and how did you arrive to today with such an achievement? Yeah. So I am ai would call myself a video marketing and a social media strategist today. I'm 42 years old, I'll be 43. Woo-hoo. But for me, my journey is interesting, just like everybody else's. I didn't grow up in an environment that would propel me to say, it wasn't like this supportive environment. You can do this, you can be that, you can do all that. But of course, God put something in you and he just weaves and does the different things to get you to where you are. But I remember for me growing up, I was looking for people to like look up to and all that. And I had friends in school that were very quote unquote successful with school and with their parents. And so I just gravitate toward them to fast forward. I got into college and what ended up happening for me in college, I had this destined moment where I got recruited into network marketing. And at the time I was, I didn't understand what was going on, but there was this charisma on the inside of me that I didn't know was there. But the mentor that I had, he was the one that forced me to be on stages, forced me to teach and speak. And eventually it was 12,000 people to the point to where I could see where people had gone in their life, like entrepreneurially. Like I met somebody who made a hundred thousand dollars a month. And I was like, that changed my life forever because I realized there was more to life, which started my entrepreneurship journey from there. Okay. Curious though, how did you get into this video marketing thing? Yeah. So what ended up happening was like, I think I was in my 2007, 2008. I had, I used to put a relaxer on my hair that would make my hair straight. And I got filled with the Holy Spirit. And all of a sudden, all of my desires changed. I wanted to see what was my hair like if I stopped putting this chemical on my hair, which was not something that I would ever think that I would do, but God started doing what he's doing. And so I ended up cutting off all of my hair and I get inspired to host this big trade show, like a conference. And whatever reason, I felt like I could do this thing with no experience and me, God, the Holy Spirit started on this journey. And what ended up happening was people that I was asking to sponsor, they were giving us all this money. They were messaging me like, who are you? Like, how does your stuff look like this? And so all the things that people were saying to me, I decided to start going on video and talking about it because I saw people using the app called Periscope and they were making significant amount of money. And I said to myself, people keep asking me about branding and personal branding. Why don't I just get on here and talk? I had a corporate job, but I was just like, I'm just going to get on here and talk and see what happens. And that started my video marketing journey. Wow. When I was just, we just had a chat before we, we hit the record button. And then when I was, told, was telling Kenya, I said, girl, I also know Periscope. Yeah. I think a lot of younger, younger generation, they probably say, what is a Periscope? We have TikTok. Before TikTok came out, 
Uh, That's right. Even before IG's uh, reel came out, right? Oh, yeah. Many years. Yeah, many years, right? Okay, so when she said that she was, she's 42, 43 years old, I think, girl, you are baby. Here, 56, okay? Anyhow, here is the thing. I probably say too many English because my editor keep on telling me this. As female entrepreneurs, and I figured and experienced many of us already had challenges to put ourselves out there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody know if I got to build a business, yes, I'm called to do a business, then I need to put myself out there. I need mm-hmm. to create content, right? Especially after COVID, the trust issue and the demanding of the trust, I think, among consumer, right? No matter which industry you turn, is way higher than before, right? And video is the fastest way to shrink the distance between you as a business owner and your potential clients. Again, no matter which industry you are in. Correct. The following question I want to ask is, okay, great, Kelly and Kenya, I know you guys, oh, we are double K here. Okay, double K, I got it. But Kenya, if I now look at today, I don't have a Kenya's big personality. I don't look Good as you both are. So how can I, if I'm going to, I'm spanking new, I come up. When I say spanking new, maybe I am just not just new to business. Maybe I'm not new to business, but I'm totally new to the video marketing, right? Where should I even start? Yeah. So one of the first things when I, especially when I talk to women is a lot of times women have a hard time, people in general have a hard time getting on video because it's how they see themselves. They don't like the sound of their voice. They don't like how they look on camera. And then people deal with what am I going to say? And then they deal with what are people going to say once I actually show up? And so one of the first things I have to tell people is that before you can get on camera, you have to look in the mirror and determine and come to terms with this is what you look like. And this is who you are. This is how you sound. And there's nothing you can do about that, that you can't do any surgeries in the world to not actually look like yourself or sound like yourself. And so you got to come to terms with the fact that this is who you are and learn to be imperfect and learn that there's people who are going to love you online and there's people who are not going to understand you and not and whatever. The next thing I would say is that if you're talking about building, let's say you're building a brand or whatever, your personal brand online or your message, then it's really important for you to go, okay, who am I? What is my message? What am I trying to get online and say on video? And who am I trying to say it to? Because once you know that, then that's going to determine where do you start? If someone is trying to go viral faster and build a massive community the fastest, I would say you want to get on TikTok, no matter what your age is and what your message is. If you're going to grow fast, then you want to do that. If you know that your audience is skews on the 50 plus side and you're like, I just want to go after them initially, then you want to use Facebook. Facebook is amazing. Lots of people are there, but it's highly the 50 plus crowd or what have you. But then the next thing I would say is it's really important to just start recording video content. You want to record vertical video content the same way your phone is because most people are watching things on their phone and just start getting comfortable recording yourself. And then eventually 
it's time to start posting that. Because initially you're going to feel like, oh my God, you're going to criticize yourself on camera. And then when you post it, you're going to say, oh my God, what are people going to say? And then when you start to see how people respond to you in a good way, your confidence is going to increase. That is such a good answer. And uh, I'm probably going to chime into two little points of uh, uh, my perspective. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's the thing. One, guess what? In fact, people are pretty selfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't care that much about us as we think they do. <laughs> Isn't that true, Kenya? Yeah, very true. Yeah, that's the one thing. The other thing is I have learned that in a very difficult lesson. I don't know, do you hear the L? Yeah. Okay, that's why I stopped. Normally, it won't happen in this time, but okay. <laughs> Okay, the second point is I have learned it from a very hard lesson. One day, God has almost put a physical hammer on my head. Mm. When I was so nervous, before I was about to go on stage to speak, and I really just feel, oh my goodness, outside there, I have 800 plus crowd. What if I forgot what I'm about to say? What if I fell on the stage because my high heels are stuck in the hole or something like that? right mm-hmm. and so on typical email speaker the doubt and then holy spirit came he say so kelly why you're nervous and i say isn't this obvious and um, he said so you mean it's all about you Ooh. i say huh excuse me yeah. think about those questions you are thinking about how people gonna look at you what if you fail how they're gonna think of you if you forgot what you're going to say, what again, what they think of you, it's all about you. Yeah. Have you ever think about why I make you to then to stay on that stage, no matter physical stage or virtual stage? Yeah. Is it because obviously those people pay a price, quote, unquote price, even in the virtual stage, they can be also buy a, they buy a ticket. They also have to spend their precious time. And yeah. they come here, they have something that I have put inside of you so you can serve them. Right. That was such a big hammer. So <laughs> after that, when God said, go create video XYZ, I said, yes, Lord, do it. Yeah, it's not, good. It's not really about how I look, how I sound, but guys, just listen to my totally messed up accent. Okay. So if you are, especially that I know you guys, if, especially those of you, you are from English speaking countries, you really don't have excuse. Your English accent sounds much better, accurate than I do. And when you talk about what we look like, Kenya looks, I know she's 42, but she looks like 30. Okay. I'm at, in the age of 56. No, that is not about that. It's about be real. Yeah. A little bit, I don't know. I gotta ask Kenya this question actually. Kenya, that's another thing. People say, yeah, I understand. You can see like so many of those maybe younger uh ladies, they look so perfect from our videos. Personally, I think I follow the more look more real ones. But Kenya, tell us about what do you think in this area? Yeah. So the truth is that if somebody is young, they are typically they're they don't have wrinkles. They typically don't have a lot of cellulite. They're typically 
whatever. And that is great for them. And that we had that time in our lives as well. And so I think that's why a person has to get comfortable with who they are. So that way they're not looking at the 20 year olds or the skinny people or people with the perfectly looking skin or whatever as a threat, right? Because it's like it's a mental thing that's happening with a person when you're looking at somebody like that. But you have to think about how do you make decisions? So for example, if I'm going to go to, let's just say a Christian conference, I'm not looking at the fact that she's skinny, her, her hair is perfect. I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at what is the encounter that I'm going to have when I go to this space. When people are watching me online, they're not they're not learning from me because my teeth are perfect. They're not they're not making buying decisions because everything's perfect because I am someone online who who tells people I have chin hairs, I'm missing three teeth, I just had Invisalign, I'm overweight and people are not buying because of my perfection or imperfection. They're buying or they're making a decision based upon who are you and how can you transform my life, my business or whatever in what way or whatever it is that you offer. It really is us in our head thinking like judging the younger people or judging the skinny people thinking that we have to look like that. We have to be like that. And that is not how people make decisions. Is that how somebody buys hair dye? Maybe. Is that how somebody chooses to do body sculpting or buys a bikini or a dress? Maybe. But I'm plus size, I'm curvy. And so I'm not making a decision based off someone who is 140 pounds. I'm making decisions based off a woman who is 190, 200, whatever. Because I'm like, is that going to fit me? So people are looking for people like them and we just get to not judge us based on how we're judging other people. That is so good. I, I love how you say it. Now let's go a little bit more, even more critical type of things. Before... TikTok happened. Before TikTok happened, we know, okay, people focus on the video for YouTube, for example. YouTube for, yeah, Facebook. And then, yes, later on Instagram come out, obviously, story and real is become vertical, right? And now I have two camps, right? The debate part, right? Long-form video content versus short-form video content. Can you help us understand your perspective, right? For example, if my audience, they are service-based, expert-based, in, in expert-based field and uh, yeah, they probably personal brand-based coaches, consultants, speakers, right? What would you say if they want to start to build their audience, right? Mm -hmm. What would you suggest it's vertical videos versus the horizontal long-form videos? Yeah. So this is going to be a long answer, but I'll try to keep it short. So it's really important to understand that there is a place for both of them. Okay, so when I started my business, there was Periscope and Periscope was vertical. And so I was live on Periscope building an audience when nobody knew that I existed. And then when Facebook Live came out, Facebook Live was more so horizontal. And so I started going live on horizontal content, which is more longer form content. And that is how I was able to build an audience. And then when Instagram Live came out, I started going live on Instagram, which is vertical. And so I built our business through vertical. Now, the long form. Now, the thing to understand is that all the data has come out and people's attention span is shorter than ever. The average attention span of a person is 8.25 seconds. So if you're going to keep people watching a long con long form content, you have got to you have got to be really 
doing something that's going to cause a person to stay there because eight seconds, people are like, they're thinking about a lot of different things. They're multitasking. So when you look at short form video, short form, they both work, but short form is a way to capture someone's attention for a short period of time, give them bite-sized pieces of content that they say, oh, that was good. And they either want more from you. They either want to take the action you told them to take, or they say, I'm going to go watch somebody else or whatever. And so for me, we, of course, we built our audience, of course, through long form. And then in 2020, at the beginning of 2020, I heard the Holy Spirit tell me to get on TikTok. I thought it was the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm used to getting creative strategies from God and nobody was talking about TikTok at the beginning of 2020. So I started creating content on the platform. Platform. There was no Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, none of that. And in a matter of six months, we started to go viral and my account started to grow like crazy. And I was saying to myself, what is happening here? One thing that was happening was people were able to binge watch dozens and dozens of my videos and get a lot from each individual video, which then in turn caused them to follow me and then caused them to opt into my email list and then eventually buy a product or service. Then what happens is that now, because they have watched my short form content, when I'm doing live videos, they come into the live videos and they stay a lot longer because they know who I am. They trust me and they trust the information that is going to be shared. So if a person is saying to themselves, where should I start? You can start with either one short and long. They both really work. But if you're going to focus on a sh long, you've got to take that long content and cut it up into shorts because of the attention span of people. And you're going to find yourself with these viral potential, these viral moments because of short content that can help with your long content. Yeah, that, that is so good. Just for example, that you guys pretty figure out that every single time we come out episode, right, is long. So it's, we always repurpose it. We find a something like really catchy or Kenya say something very smart today. That those parts, pretty much everything she says, very smart today, by the way. So we just gotta cut it to 30 to 60 second thing. And we're gonna put yeah. it to TikTok, YouTube Shorts, and IG. Because for new people, they may not interesting for the whole episode just yet. Right. And they see that, oh, they saw Kenya. Hey, that girl I know, or I love what she just say. Uh -huh. And from there, we say, hey, why not you just click this link, go to watch or go to listen to the whole episode. Correct. So I think that it's, that it's the smart way to do things now because attention span is really short. Yeah, it just is. Yeah. Next question. Now, people say, Kenya, okay, great. Now I know I probably will start from the short one and prepare something low one behind. And how about equipment? I think a lot of professionals, <laughs> they, do I have to buy camera? What kind of camera do I buy? And all that. Should I do indoor? Should I do outdoor? And all that type of things. So I let the expert answer your question. So Kenya, take away. <laughs> yeah. So the number one thing you need, you already have, which is a smartphone. 
Like most people that create content, it's all happening in their mobile phones. And so all you need is a window that has a great light. Granted, I have a ring light here in my office, which is why it's so well lit. But you can shoot content right in front of a window. So oftentimes when I'm at hotels, I just prop my phone up. If I'm going to do a live stream, I prop it up on the trash can and then I am streaming from my phone. So that's all you need to get started. If you want to go another advanced route, then you want to get yourself a, a, a light. And so you can go on Amazon and get yourself a ring light. I use one that's called the newer ring light. I think it's 70 bucks. Uh, and I, you can have those things for years. They come with a tripod, a phone stand, all of that. Or you could just get a small desktop phone holder from Amazon to do that. And then if you want to be even more advanced, then you want to get yourself a wireless microphone. Because, of course, if you're elevating your content and you want your audio to be great, get something you can plug into your phone, you can clip onto your clothing, and then use a wireless mic. But we made over a, million, a couple million dollars in my business without a wireless mic. The Like, I made my first... $200,000 in my business without a ring light. It was just my phone. And I don't have the latest iPhone. I just have a good iPhone. That's it. Okay, guys, no more excuse. Obviously, before, <laughs> before you get your first million, you pretty much just need a light and your phone. Okay. Exactly. That's it. That's mm -hmm. it. Uh, I'm glad somebody confirmed what I say all the time. Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, Let's come to a little bit deeper uh, uh, a depth of the conversation here. Uh, probably now a lot of fellow coaches, consultants, speakers, they probably think, great, I know I need to do video content. So now is a question, right? So what is the process? Now I upload my video to the TikTok, TikTok or IG, for example. What is the process between that until I make money? Yeah. So the thing about making money online is it has to be intentional. I teach this all the time to private clients and, 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 and online that like before you're posting content, you've got to be thinking, what am I going to sell? Kenya's advice will come back after this special message. In today's business world, trust is our most valuable currency. And the secret to building a trust resonating deeply with the audience, the needs, and desires. Many of my clients and I have been where you are now, knowing you have value to offer, but unsure how to communicate it. That is why I created the Resonate Offers Guide. It's the culmination of my 12 plus years journey as a business coach and a KDE certified strategist. Designed especially for us, kingdom entrepreneurs. The guide will reveal how to design offers that resonate and attract your best clients. So you can finish 2023 with unmatched clarity and ready to shine in 2024. And because I believe this transformative power, I'm offering this guide for free for a limited time. Just go to kbuzz.com forward slash resonate. Join me, let's lead, resonate, and build trust that propels our business to new heights. Now, get back to Kenya. 
But you can post content without something to sell, 100%. But if you know that your intention, your goal is to make money, then while you're posting these videos on, on social media, you need to be building whatever your product is in the background. I always tell people that it only takes one video to, to hit for you to like begin to make money on the platform. And so it's, your be- it's in your best interest if you are posting and building, or you have built before you posted, whichever one works best for you. Because like for me, I have my digital courses, digital products and all that. And when we are posting content, sometimes I'm asleep on vacation or whatever it is I'm doing. And my Apple watch would go off with making a sale. But the reason why that sale happens is because the products are built. They're on my social media platforms as links. And the videos that I've posted that are still being pushed out the the platforms is causing people to take an action and they're purchasing even when I'm not there. So you have to determine how you're going to make money because you can't make money by just saying, I want to make money posting content. No, it has to be intentional. For example, if you want to be an influencer, like you want to make money with brands reaching out to you, you've got to be even intentional with that. Because what a brand is looking for is who are you, who is your audience, and what type of content do you want to create for brands? So I am intentional online sharing with businesses that if you have software, if you have tech things or things that entrepreneurs would like, reach out to me. I would love to work with you. That's how they know Mayday. Hey, let's reach out to Kenya. Yeah, exactly. So be intentional. That's maybe a one very practical example. Uh, Kenya, just tell me if I'm wrong. Just correct me. So, yeah. for example, if you are a coach, let's say if you are a fitness coach, there's a word that came to mind. You are a fitness coach, right? Let's say you help the new mummies to lose their tummy fat in, mm-hmm. let's say, lose a, a 10 pound tummy fat in 30 days, for example, that if that is your program. So, with this in mind, I think what Kenya said is you got to reverse engineering back. Correct. So now you already know what you're going to sell. You probably in, in our company, we say, okay, you have to sell also the milestone in your program, right? In order for this mommy achieve this goal in 30 days, obviously enough from first day to second day achieve that you are 30 days. So maybe inside a three or four milestone, she need to hit. And maybe first one is she, you're going to take an inventory of her current schedule or her current diet or whatever that is. So after you set it out and then inside your program, whatever you achieve and help her, then you can then share some micro content relevant to that Mm -hmm. and create the video content out there in social media and make your ideal clients, in this case, the new moms, become like maybe they watch one of your videos, they say, oh, that tip is good. Oh, so let me maybe watch the next one, the next reel or next TikTok. And from there, and just like Kenya say, you have the link on your bio, right? Or on the IG story somewhere. And that's how you can make money. Yeah, for sure. That's correct. Yeah. And, and in addition to that, one of the things that we always teach our clients is we try to focus on getting people to our email list off of social media. So for example, if you click on a link in our bio, yes, there's going to be products that you can buy, but there's going to be a lot of free things that you can opt into. And when you opt into, let's just say we have one that's 75 hooks for your videos. If you opt into that, that is telling, one, we're going to give you those hooks that's hands down, but it also told us that you're someone who is new to creating short form video and you need help. So once you get that free thing, we're going to 
to offer you one of our courses that is going to help you with short form video. And we're going to take you through a funnel process, a nurturing sequence that's going to be trying to sell you our products. And so we, yes, we try to make a sale on social, but we more try to go, how do we get you off of social? So that way we have control. Because it's like we had a launch, we made like $100,000 in 12 days, but we tracked how do we make most of the money and 85% came from email. But all of them came from social media and we got them on email and then we were selling during our launch process and that's how we made our sales. Yes, I was hoping you said that about the email. Yeah. Because we, for TikTok and IG or YouTube, doesn't matter what, I call them their rented land. Correct. They they are landlords, right? Mm -hmm. We just a tenant on there. So if landlord want to change the rules, we cannot do anything. Right, it, it 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 it's I and we heard. I'm sure Kenya in this industry for long enough. And we heard like our colleagues say that they just lost got account shut down or got yeah. some Facebook group have a gigantic group and they got shut down for no no obviously reasons and all that. And then if they did not have their email list, that pretty much that business assets down to zero overnight. Correct. So you gotta get your potential clients come to your email list and that is your most important business asset. Correct. No matter what people say, yeah, but now they DM. Yeah, all right, DM. Even in the DM message, I got asking you actually this. DM, how about the DM versus email? Email is still way more powerful than DM because as a business owner, you're busy. The last thing you want to do is have to constantly be responding to all these DM messages to make a sale. Now, we do get people to go into our DM, but from DM, we're trying to get you to our email list because I want to send one email and I want to hit 20,000 people. I don't want to have to talk to 20,000 people in DM on Instagram in order to, to start making sales. So you yeah, start the combo in DM, but get them on email. So true. So true. So even you guys, maybe in the front end, like in IG, for example, you will see like, okay, if you want this and then comment or DM below certain word. Yeah. So for me, I only just speak myself that like when we are promote certain thing and then yes, you're going to, you're going to say that word basically link to our many chat funnel, but inside the funnel, pretty much I think the first or second question we will ask you say, what is your email address? So then we can email you that thing that we promised. Because the reason why is later on, we can, we are sure we have a way to still communicate with you, to build that relationship. Yeah, because I think that's a lot of people think, but now the funnel, everybody talking about that. But actually behind, even I think any sort like maybe Amy Porterfield or those leaders you might be admire, it's still, they still ask you after DM, they still ask you your email address. Correct. Yeah. And that's precisely why. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last question. Have you guys figured out I can speak to this sister like forever, but you know, <laughs> she, she won't let that because she's very busy. Content batching, content creation, right? What would you say? Here's the thing. In our company, we also often talk about secular way saying that it has, right? Right. Um, and, and our mutual friend, Share my right? Yeah. Uh, about no by grace. Girls by grace, right? So I I I want you to talk about because you are so successful in this area. I want you to talk about that. How can we 
create content, be effective, and yet that we will not get burned out. Yeah. Okay. When it comes to creating lots of content, it's got to be, again, intentional, which is what we talked about a lot here. It's not about, you can't create content every single day. You will find yourself being burnt out. Or you're saying, I'm only going to do it on, I'm going to do five or 15 videos on this day. Oftentimes our lives are just busy. Our personal, professional lives are busy. Life is never perfect. There's always good and bad going on all at the same time. And so one of the ways that I teach our clients is a couple things. One, if you are someone and you're like, I barely have any time, then one of our strategies is, okay, I want you to take four topics per month and you're going to record four 20-minute long videos, like horizontal videos, and you're going to position your camera a little bit away from, like not directly on your desk, but just a little bit away. And you're just going to teach and talk about whatever it is you're talking about for 20 minutes for four videos. Then you're going to take that video and you're going to upload it into AI. Like it's called Opus.pro is a tool. And you plug that into that AI tool. That AI tool is going to give you 10, 15 short vertical videos with captions on them per 20 minute video. So if you do those four videos per month, now you've got a ton of content, right? That's the easy kind of way. But the better way, I would say, is actually creating content for like vertical, if you're going to focus on vertical, okay? So then in that regard, it's important for you to go, okay, if I'm going to record, let's just say you have 20 videos a month because you have one video a day, five days a week, then my recommendation is to go, okay, choose one day of the month. Not of the week, because you can't do this every single week. Choose one Saturday of the month where you have already outlined what 20 videos you're going to shoot. You already have your inspiration for those videos. And you put yourself in a room, have multiple different shirts or whatever, necklaces, jewelry, whatever. And then on a Saturday, and you just record video after video, one after the other. And yes, it can be tiring, but you've done it once for an entire month. Like last Saturday, I was in here with all these different clothing recording video. And what that is doing is I don't have to record anything the rest of the week or next week because I have batch recorded. Now, does that take time and attention on a one day? Yes. But if you're saying, I want to create content, I want to grow my business, then you've got to separate the time when you can give it your undivided attention. Because more than likely during the week, most people can't do it during the week because you've got too many things going on during the week. But if you say on Saturday, I'm from this time to this time, this is my batch creation time, then you're able to do it. Especially if you're married, got kids or you're single with kids, whatever, you've got to go, what time are the kids going to be down? What time are they going to be so distressed? Distracted with something else that I can pop out this series of things and prepare yourself for that. That's like me. If I'm going to batch recreate, the first thing I do is I feed my cats because I have three cats. And like my oldest one, if he's hungry, he's going to be talk pulling. But if he just ate, he is going to be down for the count. And then I record right afterwards. Yeah. Again, is intentional planning, right? Yeah. Actually, yeah. that that reminded me a question is. How frequent, let's say, how frequent do you post? Do, do you post or shall we post? For example, we're talking about either IG or TikTok, you know, are we talking about two, three a day? Are we talking about once a day? Or, you know, if let's say we just want to start to build an audience. 
Yeah. So if you're just getting started, I always tell people, you don't have a consistent schedule. You don't have that behavior of consistency. So you have to create it. So I always tell people, we want to focus on if you can do one video a week to start. If you're super brand new, start with one a week. If you're someone that you have discipline and you can do multiple times a week, then the more better scenario is at least one video per day. Okay. But if you're just trying to get the wheels going, one a week is going to help you get started. Then go to one a day. Me personally, I'm on a track where I'm trying to grow my Instagram like crazy and all my socials. So I'm posting two videos a day, but I'm batch recording to be able to do that. But again, I've been doing this for a long time. So I have the discipline and the, the speed of creativity. But if you're just starting, you've got to know what your pace is and be consistent with that pace. That is so good. I'm sorry, there's another question pop up. Is, <laughs> what is your thought about nowadays a lot of those faceless videos? What is your thought about for people, they say that if I don't show my face, if I really have struggled to show my face, what is your take on that? So faceless content works extremely well, but not for those that are speakers, teachers, coaches, and consultants. If you're a coach, a consultant, speaker, guess what? They want to see your face. Like people are not trusting a person. Like I'm not going to pay you to coach me. I'm not going to pay you to speak on my stage. If you're not showing up on camera, like I have to look into your eyes, listen to you. That's that whole know and trust factor. You can't build that if you're not on camera as a speaker, teacher, coach, things of that nature. So good. So good. Okay, guys, we got to put all her goodies in the show note, okay? There are multiple links. So if you want the her goodies, please just make sure you will visit the show note. Uh, Kenya, any departing wisdom for our beloved fellow Christian entrepreneurs? Yeah, so the thing that I would say is, is of course I want to say so much, but I really want to say God has gifted you with talents, gifts and talents. And there's a possibility that you are judging your past, your present, what someone said or didn't say, or somebody else on the internet, you're looking at their life and you're like, I'll never be like them or whatever. And it's really important for you to like, get rid of all of those thoughts. Okay. Or at least like move in the direction anyway. Like for me, I didn't have a mom and a dad coaching and like supporting me. I didn't have all those things that you would think that would cause me to have success. But I had God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit on the inside of me trying to get me to make these little moves. And so over time, 10, 20 years, I've made these little moves, which has given me confidence and courage to continue making these little moves. Like people look at me today, but they don't realize that there was a lot of little moves that I had to make. And even in my private life now, when God invites me to do something, I still have to make these little moves because it doesn't matter where you are. If God is moving to you to the next direction, then there's an unknown into that next direction. And so I just say, you've got to spend time with the Lord and start taking these little steps towards where he wants you to go. Because he's not going to teleport you into your next dimension. You've got to walk there. I cannot conclude this episode better than that. Okay. In in one phrase, it's reward always come with obedience. Mm-hmm. Right? We talk about RO a lot, return of obedience here a lot. Yeah. Here we go. Kenya, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today. Thank you. And I cannot wait until I will see more 
female entrepreneurs and just learn from you and shine even brighter. And yeah, somehow if you ever come over this side of the world or I go to that side, it would be so fun to meet in person. Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah. Thank you, Kenya. Thank you so much. Thank you. How did you enjoy this episode? I trust that you are taking a lot of notes. And then if you miss something, don't worry. Just go to kellyballard.com forward slash podcast. Then you'll find Kenya's episode and all her goodies, all her links are all there. Now, you heard what we said. No matter what you do, be intentional is key. In order to make your video content work for you, the pretty much the very first thing you need to figure out is what would you sell? And we are talking about your offers. That's why I have created Resonate Offers Guide. It's a kingdom entrepreneur's blueprint to magnetic offers. Because let's just be honest. You can post the social media content all day long. In the end of the day, you are in the business, you need to generate revenue and you need to have that magnetic offers, right? This guide, it reveals that how you can design your offers that resonate and attract your best clients. So I want you to really start with unmatched clarity in this year so you can shine. And it'll help you to overcome your procrastination and harness the spirit-led inspiration and employ the proven strategies for growth. So just go to kellyballer.com forward slash resonate, R-E-S-O-N-A-T-E. Or just go to my Instagram account and DM us resonate, that word. You also will be able to receive this free guide. Okay, so I will see you in the next episode. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment? Just drop a review on Apple Podcast. It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellyballer.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellyballer.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com.